Welcome to All Axes. I'm your host, Thielen Henderson, and today we'll be discussing the purpose of scales on a machine tool. Joining us today are Joe Kramer, manager of Mazak CyberTech Group. He brings 48 years of experience in machine tools. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, everyone. And on my right is Mike Kirscher, application specialist with Mazak. And Mike has 45 years of experience in manufacturing. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. Okay, so first off, from my years as a machine tool salesman, it's always been my understanding that putting scales on a machine tool won't make it more accurate day one, but uh, seven years down the line, you're going to have a more accurate machine than you would without them. Is this accurate? Well, it depends on your age as a machine tool salesman. Um, (laughs) The guys that have been around for five, ten years, what you just said is true, but if you go back further... Uh, that's not true. Um, machine tools definitely would improve in accuracy by adding scales. If you go back 30 years, they double the accuracy yeah. uh, with scales just because of the designs of the machines. Um, boxways. Yeah, boxways. Um, stick slip that you had with those, things like that. Uh, resolution of servo motors. Um, 30 years ago, a servo motor might have had. 25, 50,000 pulses per revolution, you know, signals to make it turn one RPM. Uh, today, our machines that we're building today, 4 million pulses per revolution. So they're just extremely accurate compared to uh, the old machines. Yeah, the old machines, you talked about accuracy in thousands. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and today it's millions. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, precision linear guides versus box weight. Uh, hollow ball screws, core cooled ball screws. Ball screws don't grow due to thermal distortion anymore. Yeah. Or virtually none. It was a big deal on giant machines, you know, that uh, maybe had under 100 inch travels or whatever. The ball screw growth would be, con- you know, considerable on machines back in the old days. And now we control it much better. So, how does a direct drive motor on the rotary motion of an HMC or other vertical uh, turning machine affect this discussion? I, I think before we get into linear rotaries, let's talk about linears a little bit. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, I think one of the things with linear uh, scales, too, is sometimes you can have a, a machine that doesn't necessarily have great structure. Oh, but, yeah. And you put some scales on it, and it ends up specking out as a really nice machine. Yeah, it comes uh, a crutch. Yeah, yeah. It can be a, a, yeah, it can be a bit of a crutch. Um, scales do nothing to improve the geometry of a machine you know the squareness the the ability of it to take a load and all of those things that's not you know scales don't have anything to do with that it's merely a statement of repeatability i mean like now nowadays even cmms have great repeatability but they're not the structure you'd ever want to do machining with you know so so you can have a device that has great repeatability but it it doesn't necessarily make it a great machine tool yeah you can put inferior materials into the structure of a machine um, and then the scales will make the straight line motion accurate but if it's out of alignment uh, you have twist in the bed um, scales can't fix that yeah perpendicularity parallelism you've seen that in the past inexpensive machines putting scales on to try to bring them into a reasonable accuracy. But the world of rotary is kind of different. That's, that, that does, um, rotary repositioning has always been more of a task than linear positioning. And it's basically because uh, of, you know, diameters. Your Uh, error is magnified as you go out on those diameters. Exactly. So, you know, if you have a relatively small device measuring how accurately you're, you're positioning in a rotary motion, it 
gets to be a problem when you're out, say, 20 inches, 40 inches, 100 inches. and all gets of a worse sudden, as you get out there. Yeah, all of a sudden you've got a significant amount of air out, you know, further away from the center. So um, small devices that measure radial positioning, you know, it can be a little bit of a problem. And, and then sometimes when we go to rotary scales, all of a sudden the device gets to be at least the size of a dinner plate or so, yep. and, and, it, and it gets to be a little bit larger. And there's some accuracy that does come along with that then. So uh, rotary scales are a place that you can do some fairly still do some fairly significant improvement. Yeah, there's still some there's still some good merits for rotary scale. I think linear scales, I think Mike and I agree, probably not that uh, useful nowadays. I mean, we have a machine, uh, it's got 160 inches of x-axis travel, and the positioning accuracy is 60 millions without scales. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you get any better than that? Yeah, and, then, and are you just chasing minutiae after yeah. a certain point, you know? So but on a, without doing a bunch of math, and I'm not going to do trig here in front of everybody, but with a rotary scale, you know, if you're one inch from the center and you have five arc seconds of positioning, that may translate to, let's just say, a tenth. Well, you take that out 40 inches, also, yeah. and it's four tenths, six tenths, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it, it can be much more important with rotary than linear. Okay. So, but, so do linear scales make Mazak machines more accurate? We end up not quoting any better accuracy with uh, scales than we do with, with uh, without scales. So, um, you know, does it make the machine more accurate? Tough question. You know, it may be a little bit more accurate, but you really got to consider all the other components. Oh, yeah. It's, I, it, you, if you wanted a black and white answer, the answer would be yes. But is it, how measurable is it? And is it an advantage if you don't do other things? C controlling the temperature of the room can make a bigger difference than whether you have scales or don't have scales. Are there any other factors other than controlling the temperature? Well, well sure. Like found, yeah, the foundation of the machine, the quality of the tools you're using, the you know how how, how good of a work holding system do you have? You know, all of these things contribute. So yeah, it's a stack up. You start getting into stack up of tolerances, and so you want this machine to position dead nuts, but you got tooling, tool holders, fixtures. Uh, table clamping, rigidity of a column, you got all these things that come into play. So, you know, we sell a high accuracy package, which includes scales, but it also includes other higher com quality components. High precision linear guides, hand scraping, maybe has thermal cooling yeah. in the bed and the column. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah. But to just slap scales on the machine and go, oh, it's way more accurate? Nah. Not at all. I, I was going to say, I think thermal expansion is the number one thing that, you know, or, or changes in temperature yeah. is the number one thing that keeps you from having great accuracy all the time. So you need to worry about whether or not your machine is in front of some big windows and the sun comes up and, you know, all of a sudden the temperature of the room changes three degrees. Well, three degrees makes a difference, you know. Uh, so. Um, it, it, when you're really into those tight, tight accuracy situations. You know, like back to your original question, like, you know, seven years down the road, is it more? On today's machine, seven years down the road, probably won't see a difference. 10, 15, if people are keeping machines that long, uh, you might see the machine maintain better accuracies because of scales. But, again, you got to look at the cost, and usually the big item would be like wear on the ball screw, but because of hollow cork-cooled ball screws, it's pretty minimal. I could probably replace all the ball screws on my machine for far less money than 
putting scales on. Really? Yeah. So seven, eight, ten years, if I think I have an accuracy problem, you could replace the ball screws. But scales can be a benefit down the road. So, and obviously you're speaking just of Mazak machines when you say all this stuff. Do scales yeah. make other machines more accurate? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's back to Mike's comment about quality of the machine. Sure. <laughs> you buy a crap, you build a crappy machine, and you stick scales. Scales, on it. scales can can cover a lot of uh, yeah. other Sims. deficiencies. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, it, it all goes together. It's scales as an element, but so is you know how square everything is together, and the, and you know the structure and all that type of thing. So it's uh, just an element. It's one piece, and I, I think that really kind of almost sums it up. Is that that's that's the real thing that. <laughs> You know, whether it be a process engineer or whoever's just making the decisions on the machine tool that you're picking, you've got to decide what are the things that you need to make your situation more accurate. You know, maybe you need an air conditioning system in your plant more than you need scales, or maybe you need a better foundation in your floor because you know that, you know, the building that all these machines are were brought into doesn't really have a good you know, good structure to the foundation. Yeah, even with, you know, a, you know, thermally controlled room, I mean, scales need to be properly installed. They need to be insulated from the structure so that thermal distortion from the structure doesn't get into the scale. So you, you, you can control that. But like Mike said, you put air conditioning in um, and you can control the environment. But now you're trying to control the growth of other components of the machine. So, you know, you have a spindle on a machine um, thermal growth, that spindle will grow. And if it's growing a tenth, 50 millionths, two thousandths, whatever, that's affecting the accuracy of your part, regardless of what the scales are doing. Yeah. Okay, so if I understand what you're saying correctly, if you're really chasing high accuracy, it's much more a question of buying a high quality machine tool and making sure you're putting it in the right environment, more so than it ever is putting scales on a machine to just patch some wounds. They go together. Yeah. They have them all. Yeah, yeah. scales are part of that environment, but yeah, it's not necessarily but, but the just, end all. And a small aspect. It's all you can just it's, put. It's an aspect. Got it. Yeah, of many. Okay, guys. So let me ask you: If you were going to buy a machine today, would you buy it with scales? Uh, if it was my money, no. Um, I just feel like you know the cost, um, the benefits don't justify the cost. Yeah, I think as a percentage of our business, we we don't sell that many machines with scales. Um, Under one percent. Yeah, I, yeah, it's probably it's low for it's sure. A low number. Yeah, it's a really low number, and it really gets down to what you know what your application is. But like I say, I think you want to spend maybe spend your money on you know air conditioning or a better foundation and things like that than uh, scales. I, I don't want to say that scales are bad. I think no. you know I think they can be good. Um, so particularly uh, on rotaries, I, I think it's up to the individual to make a good choice for his environment yeah it's as simple as that if you buy scales you got to address the environmental issues as well yeah. other than that you know, machines are good just as they are great well okay our guests today have been joe kramer and mike kersher both of mazak gentlemen thank you for joining us today right. you're very welcome Thanks. hope everybody enjoyed it thank you guys for listening thank you for listening be sure to subscribe to all axes on apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazacusa.com for the latest episode